Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Well, the second half's just kicking off around Scotland. There is a full time as well from the Scotland women's national team. They beat the Philippines 2-1 in the Pinatar Cup. The goal's coming from Lauren Davidson and Rachel Corsi. So they're bouncing back from that defeat to Iceland a couple of days ago. They play Wales on Tuesday night. We're certainly back underway between Dundee United and St Johnston. Something I did want to touch on was an interesting banner from the Rangers support away at Livingston and it says two trophies in 11 years uphold the standards that matter so is that a dig towards Michael Beale and what happened last weekend if it is it's childish leave it alone the man did the right thing against Partick Thistle he protected Malik Tillman in the process and he upheld uh, Rangers name at the same time if this is being regarded as the sort of thing that fans don't want to see, then what do they want to see? Do they want to see cheating? Do they want to see win at all costs? Do they want to see never mind the club's image, just get over the line? Um, he's in the right, they're in the wrong. Has the level of debate surprised you, Mark, just on you know, the fact that some Rangers fans feel so strongly against Partick Thistle being given the goal. Yeah, yeah, I, I find it a strange one. We chatted about it midweek that, you know, it, it, it was the right thing to do. I think we, we can all agree in that in this room, but there's ways of winning games and, and it certainly wasn't the way to win games. You know, if I, if I was a supporter of that team, I would have been proud of my manager and my club for having the courage to stand there and make that decision. Remember, it's a split-second decision, so... No, right decision for me I don't think we've kicked off yet at Celtic Park for the second half Any signs of changes, Gabriel? Nothing for Celtic They're coming out with the same 11 But there has been one change for the Dons It's Bojan off. Hayden Coulson on uh, Just trying to work out how that means the Dons will shape up Could be very. It looks like it's going to be a similar shape for them but could only be one up top. Duke, yeah, Hayes is coming back on now. So it looks like Hayes will be pushed forward perhaps to support Duke up top. Coulson on a left wing back role. So more defensive substitution for the Dons. That just shows you uh, it could be damage limitation for Barry Robson and his men. But no change for Celtic. Uh, Matt O'Reilly over the ball and we are underway for the second half. Yeah, pushing Johnny Hayes further up. Is that a case of just trying to get that extra pace in the final third to try and hit Celtic on the counter if possible? You would think so, but I don't know how much good it's going to do you. He could have probably looked at his bench and put anybody on there to try and make an impact. But when Celtic are in this form, it's, it's really difficult to get close to them, especially when you give them two-goal lead within the first 15 minutes. So, ah, long 45 I minutes think, for I Barry think Johnny Hayes is our best bet for what you call a ball carrier. You've got to get up the pitch. Johnny Hayes is good ability. He's got good pace. But the most difficult thing, and just listening to the report there, um, from Celtic Park is the fact that they're not getting much of the ball. It's all about Celtic and how many they score. I think Postacoglu will be looking for more goals in the second half. Well, I think two managers that may be unhappy with first half performances have both made triple substitutions. Derek McInnes, Alston, Stokes and Jones off. Taylor, Polworth and Robinson on. And for Ross County as well. They're 1-0 down to St Mirren, Awura Edwards, Guion Edwards and Ross Callaghan all on. And David Friel just trying to work out exactly who has come off for them. So they'll be looking for a big impact in the second half. Two teams down the bottom of the table 
And clearly the manager's just looking to roll the dice Hoping that they get a different second half Yeah, sometimes you can As a manager, you can gun, um, You can look at it and think Right, I'll wait and see if my half-time team talk has any effect And then I'll make the substitutions Or you just know uh, by the time the referee blows the whistle for half time that you're going to be positive you're going to make those changes you're not going to wait for the usual 60 minute uh, mark and you've got to be positive especially when you're down the bottom of the league especially when you're fighting for points and uh, I am not surprised these substitutions have been made You've got a bottom four separated by three points and the road never has a turning for them it just goes in the same old dreary fashion week in, week out. And that's why tomorrow's game uh, at Fir Park is so vital for Stuart Kettlewell and all at Motherwell because that could change the complexion. Two wins in four days. Right, the first half teaser was tough, so let's give the listeners as much time as possible for this. The second half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Kenny Miller and Robert Snodgrass. I've been managed by Neil Warnock and Lee Clark. I won both Scottish Domestic Cups, but only played in one of the two finals. I have played for clubs in five countries across three continents. Who am I? Lot of information. Played alongside Kenny Miller and Robert Snodgrass. Managed by Neil Warnock and Lee Clark. Won both Scottish Domestic Cups But only played in one of the two finals And I've played for clubs in five countries Across three continents Who am I? Flashes With Clydebilt Home Improvements Well those changes have not worked for Kilmarnock Because Hebb's 2-0 up Matthew Hopp, his first goal for the club He came on as a first-half substitute for the injured Aidan McGeady Hibs have a second And Derek McInnes will not be happy Because he'll have been looking for an instant impact And it's had the opposite effect Well, I'd have to say They won't come back from that um, And Hibs, I think, can only gather strength from that And there'll be crowd behind them And they are looking in a positive direction They're looking in an upward direction and they could overtake Livingston and go fourth today. So, Kilmarnock, as I say, Kilmarnock, Motherwell, Ross County, Dundee United, the road never seems to have a positive turning. Stenhouse Muir 1-0 up against Albion Rovers, Nat Wedderburn with the goal, Inverness 1-0 down to Hamilton, Look at the ball with the goal in that game. Uh, Livingston are back out unchanged for them. Roger Hanna still waiting on the Rangers team to come out. John Rankin's a good story at Hamilton Mackey's. They, they look doomed, done and dusted. But he's hung in there, hung in there. And they could go joint bottom. They're bottom now, but joint bottom with our broth. Uh, and they're not that far away from Cove Rangers either. So Is our broth not winning? Are they winning? Well, actually, Sorry, let's see no if we can go back to Roger Hanna to see if there's any sign of Rangers changes. No, no changes. We'll just just come back out onto the pitch. They're letting it kick off for the second half. Young Stephen Kelly, who I think was the former Rangers player, the only booking of the first half ready to get is underway. David Martindale will expect a whole lot more from Livingston in this second half. Rangers, of course, leading from that penalty by James Tavernier midway through the first half. They could perhaps have been more ahead. They'll look for more in the second half. We're just underway at the Tony Macaroni. 
Yeah, an interesting second half to come there and to come all around the grounds in Scotland. Rangers ahead, of course, a James Tavernier penalty for them. An early second half goal for Hibs, the only one in the Premiership of the second 45 so far. No, one that Kilmarnock didn't want to see happen. Uh, so tomorrow's game at Motherwell, Motherwell Hearts. What an incentive for Stuart Kettlewell and those Motherwell players. They could start to put a little daylight between themselves and their fellow strugglers. So huge game for Goal for Tavernier there, but it's for Tavernier Junior. Marcus Tavernier, James's younger brother, scoring for Bournemouth against Wolves. And is that a We've bit of celebration a... there from Mark Wilson? Yeah, is that the, the teaser, second half teaser? That was, that okay. was Andrew. Good yeah, teamwork there, Mark. Well done. <laughs> Let's have a look and see if... I've uh, still to receive your information. How, uh, how well, I'd, 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 I'd just give you a, a bit of my information and you just put the ball you know in the bag. Was, in you know what's funny? You know, my first guess. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I'm going to say? There's a... There's a tie in there. My first guess today. Don't give ever anything away. No, no, no. Well, they don't know who my first guess was. Don't give anything away. Yeah, but there is a tie in there, so uh, it was close. We will have that on Twitter. I'm not sure if it's up there yet, but we will get that oh, on there for you to see. Yet, SSB. <laughs> I can't see any be quick to keep correct up answers as of yet. That's two, um, two weeks in a row, I think I've got that. It was maybe two weeks ago when I was in here. I was think, it two weeks ago? I think you got it quite ah. quickly that week as well. Um, Must be your intellect rubbing off on me. I did see your tweet. Midweek, Andrew. Mm. Your stat. The stat. Unbelievable. It's all right. It was not bad, was it? Oh, it was great. You're very much into that, Andrew, and I've got to applaud you. I think you're very good at it. Um, it's, a, it's a kind way of calling me just like a football geek. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like, something coming, something coming I, next year. I uh-huh. certainly wouldn't like to spend my Saturday nights with you, let me tell you. I think it'd be a very boring. <laughs> Don't evening. worry, I would not like to spend my Saturday nights with you <laughs> either. Uh, I do not want to know what you get up to. <laughs> At all, guess many have to get a ball, um, but no, it was a very good start. I've got to say, what was it again? Oh, the it Motherwell was, team. Yeah, it, St. Mirren had uh, more appearances for Motherwell in their starting eleven than Motherwell did out of the two starting 11s Was it as simple as just counting all the appearances? Yeah, I mean, it was. It was an idea I had in my head looking at the two squads. I thought there was a chance that right. it could be the case, and then at that point, you just need to sit there and work it out, which is the boring part, mm-hmm. and then double check and triple check because if you then put that out there and it's wrong then people can have a laugh yeah. at you do you get I, much love do you get much I got, got, reaction from yeah, it I got quite a few retweets did you yeah not bad any big hitters retweet it um, that stole your not sure stuff? I thought it was maybe a few I don't know there's the usual accounts as well that always sort of screenshot and then put on their I don't know accounts called like fit the patter and stuff like that oh, that just decide to, to screenshot stuff and put them out there that's just lazy from them let's call them it mm-hmm have you any well, today, Andrew? Didn't Andrew? Know what I call them out there. <laughs> he just went quiet. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was listening. Produ- producer Michael was saying that uh, it was described in his group chat as the greatest Scottish football stat ever, which, in fairness, I think is a bit far. But it was all right. It was not bad. Hmm. Have you any today? Have you brought any to the table? No. Or are you just just having fun with you guys? That's it. Just having a just having a nice relaxed afternoon. That's so all. So you're a one star week wonder, is that what you're trying uh-huh. to say? One a season. That's it. One a season. A chance for Ross County, Ross Callaghan over the bar from the edge of the box. Ross County have definitely improved, says David Friel from their triple change. A Dave Galloway saying impressive trickery by Dan Phillips in the box for St. Johnson. Dundee United managing to clear. Dan Phillips has been a really good, good addition player, to that man. St. Johnson yeah. team, hasn't he? Really, really good, good to watch. Are you surprised that Ange Postacoglu didn't bring on any fresh faces? No, no, not at all. Um, I think he'll have a game plan now. We'll wait to the... 65, 70 minutes and then usual three or four subs whatever it may be um, <clears throat> but they're in cruise control there 
three points are probably in the bag unless Aberdeen produce something that we don't know they've got in their locker. But the rest of the games, take Hibs out of the equation, the rest of the games, Dundee United at Livingston, St Mirren, still in the balance. Oh. David Friel's got the teaser. He's got it right. Yeah. Oh, we've all done that. In fact, yeah, he, to be fair, he sent me the message at Keep up seven, seven minutes past four. I'd need to go back and see whether you got, got there beforehand. It's mm. a while ago. Uh, there are a few wrong answers uh, coming through at the moment as well. I'm not sure I've seen any correct answers so far, but Mark has it right, as does David Friel. There's not been too many goals down the divisions in the second half so far as well. There is a reduced championship card as there were two games on last night. Queen's Park, of course, having to play. Still playing their games at Oakleview, which is interesting. Oh. I think a lot of that may be to do with the fact that it's going well for them at the moment. They maybe don't want to shake things up too much when they're near the top of the table and yeah. have that shift to lesser hand in when promotion could be is around it, the corner. Is it complete? Is it ready to go? Not Don't 100% so. clear, but it is close to close it anyway. To it. Yeah. They, they had been targeting this January at first and then I'd heard February, but um, I think I think they're quite happy and settled where they are, and it's it's maybe just a case of waiting. They could be a Premiership club with a 2,000 capacity. Is that what it is? 2,000? Yeah. yeah. So Chance for Celtic early in the second half. Maida slashes that one wide. Uh, an O'Reilly curled effort as well went straight to the keeper. Hmm. Oh, that's okay. Have they? No, it's not. Have they sell out? Oh, Two thousand. Oh, there's there's been less yeah. gone to Premiership games before. Name one. There? Name one. Livy. Livy Johnson. Livy get more than two thousand. St Johnson. St Johnson get more than two thousand. Mm, Come on, Hamilton. When they were there. No, no, no. Premiership just now. Oh, Hamilton were in the Premiership for years. A, a, a lot of Livingston home attendances are. Have been around the one thousand above that mark. Thank you, Andy. between one and two thousand. That's a man that knows his stats. When Hamilton no, were in the division, see before we get any further. Thanks, Andy. Brought you into the conversation. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. <laughs> the great thing is, I could just fade your mic. I, 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 could, I could just fade your mic down at any time, and then you're not part of the conversation. How's that working out for you? <laughs> I was just saying, you know, I, I, he, he was trying to test me, and I gave him answers right away. And Andrew confirmed him. I think I've won that argument. He's going. He's looking down. Oh, Hamilton. Hamilton's looking for names on that sheet. Dundee. I was right though. So that's, that's not a bad thing. If they get a decent crowd, then there's always going to be a decent away crowd there as well. We'll sell it out. Good atmosphere. Hey, Fraser Wishart saying Queen's Park could rent Hamden, get 100,000 in in total for the games against Celtic and Rangers across the season. But you can't do that. We surely. spoke about this, right? Last I think week. there are any rules against it. Well, so so why, does, why does the smaller clubs in no go and rent uh, when Rangers Celtic come? I mean, they don't have the facilities for it, really, to go out. Hamden, uh, Queen's Park have that link with Hamden that they had previously. But are Surely you, there's uh, got uh, to be some rule that the stadium that you start the season... The season. And but then Queen, Queen's Park are playing in Stenhouse Muir Stadium at the moment and will then move to Lesser Hamden at some point I, in the season. I, I take it that was agreed upon before the start of the season and they could only move if there was one a Stenhouse Muir game Hearts only. played some games weeks. at Murrayfield. Did Celtic not play a game yeah, but, at Murrayfield but, as well? But, but, Hearts, but were they not getting... Um, they, something no, was there's on reasons the behind that. Yeah. I'm just saying that right. you, don't, you don't have to play every single game. So surely, surely if you're Queen's Park... They could rent Hamden for the season, Fraser Wishart says. Celtic did that... The point is, surely, work construction being done in a stadium or a pre-arranged thing, surely you can't just look at the biggest fixtures and say, right, we'll, we'll have Hamden because we can sell it out. That mm -hmm. cannot be allowed. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Don't know. We'll see. <laughs> That's Fraser. Fraser brought yeah. it up. 
he he seems to be saying that they could rent Hamden for the season if they wanted to. Which sure. I don't see. I don't see. No, no, no. They could, but also use lesser Hamdens. That's what Fraser trying to say here, because I think Fraser will have that wrong. The head of PFA oh. Scotland. No, I think Fraser's trying to say they could rent Hamden for a season, right? And for in the Premier League, which is right. But what this, we were trying to get here to the bottom of is if Lesser Hamden is their ground named at the beginning of the season, right? It's their home ground. Surely when Rangers and Celtic pitch up, they can't say, well, we'll just rent uh, Hamden and fill 30,000 or whatever may come along. Surely that's not, not allowed. We'll need to wait and see. We'll need to wait and see if they get promoted. All hypothetical, of course, but more immediately, Andrew. That we're all going to Hamden next. Uh, well, next weekend, the state of that pitch will be of great interest because Ange Postecoglou and Michael Beale both said very uncomplimentary words about it when they played their semi-final ties there. So I know that the work has been done on it. It better have been good work. This never seems to be. A problem that goes away at Hamden, though. I know. The surface. I mean, even back to when I, I used to play there, you get semi finals, one the Saturday and one the Sunday. Surely the national stadium should be able to host that. Across the years, I'm not just talking about this year. So, whatever the problem is, they continually say work's been done and we've put in a new pitch. Always seems to result in the same thing. Get to this stage of the season, everybody's saying, What's going on here? Nobody how, plays in it all year. How can I blame this on Willie Collum? <laughs> We've not heard too much of his name since that incident in the first half Let's go through uh, some wrong answers on the teaser Can you give us a teaser again, Hugh? Yes, I have played alongside Kenny Miller and Robert Snodgrass I've been managed by Neil Warnock and Lee Clark I won both Scottish Domestic Cups But only played in one of the finals I've played for clubs in five countries across three continents Who am I? Peter Gray says El Hadj Juf. No. Uh, Mark Sloan is going for Yusuf Malumbu. No. Uh, Cartoon Cami says Kenny McLean. Kenny McLean, no. Gray McDonald says Oliver Burke. <laughs> Oliver Burke's got around, but I don't think we're yet into the territory of five countries and three continents. Okay, well, a bit of work to be done on that teaser. Mark Wilson has already got it. David Friel has already got it as well. Uh, Ross County claiming for a penalty after Carson barges into Awura Edwards. Malky Mackay going absolutely mental. Uh, David Friel saying he doesn't even think it was checked. Well, Malky was on the receiving end of a, a decision at Ibrox early in the season, which he described as inexplicable. So, um, be interested to hear what he has to say if that decision costs him all three points. But surely, you know, saying it's. Not even been checked. Surely it's got to be checked. I know the the old signal the referee holding his hand. There are his different ear. things. The, the whole game essentially gets checked yeah, as you go I mean. through, and then there are official checks. So clearly, the VAR has just decided he doesn't think there's enough in it to do a, a proper full mm. official. But they still review. get checked. Yeah. That's that's a bigger picture. There's either way, you'll say it's Willie Collins' fault. So. Yeah, but oh, either that or they just don't know how to work it. It's anti football. <laughs> should be scrubbed, and it's making a mockery of the game in England and in Scotland. Good to bring you a bit of positivity on a Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon. And we'll decide the, the cup final next weekend as well. And then you'll be sorry because the telephones will go through the roof here. But it might decide the cup final with the correct decision. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. In, in, in Scotland, they only go to VAR to think of a way to try and disallow a goal. Leal Abada coming on for Celtic. We'll see who that is for. 
in a second Ryan Duncan will also be coming on for Aberdeen Leighton Clarkson off for him David Frail, just a bit more information on that Ross County one. He says it was an odd one. Aware Edwards trying to keep the ball in. Carson kind of barges him. They both go for it. Um, he assumes the officials just think it's a 50 50. What do they know? <laughs> what does David Frail know? We'll see. We'll need to wait and see what the uh, David, see what the incident is like. David Frail is an old hack like me. He knows everything. Three changes for Celtic, Abada, Haksabanovic, and Iwata coming on oh. see who comes off is that potentially going to be a rest for Callum McGregor with a Wata coming off we don't see him rested too often You'd, well yeah you, you could see that yeah he plays a lot of football he's Hattati a fit lad usually comes off Hattati's usually in there to come off but they're just getting embarrassment of riches a Wata coming Callum off. McGregor stays on it's yeah. Maida O'Reilly and Jota that come off so you'd assume that Callum McGregor will push further forward that'll be Iwata playing in the, the deeper role and then straight switches really for Abada, Haksabanovic on for Maida and Jota so O stays on Yeah I think that's a psychological move on the part of Ange Postacoglu he's obviously very keen to see if he can get another goal two goals in successive weekends at Celtic Park it would lift his confidence he's got half an hour left in which to do it uh, so I think Ange Postacoglu is showing that he would very much like O to to further his career at Celtic well I called it three substitutions round about the 65 minute mark great prediction he only does that every single week every single game pretty much he makes two or three around the 60 second minute pretty much every game you've been back down to all of a sudden (laughs) you get one start during the week and you think you know everything (laughs) you just need to calm down a little bit Um, did uh, Burt Reynolds tell you this when you were having your drink no it was just obviously being a teammate of Ange I know the way he thinks um, so it'll be interesting to see how the substitutions I would love you need to take him to, along I need to ask him what no, just I need take to him ask along. him whether oh, he, the big cuddles the big cogs and I'll wear my, my round neck jersey I can almost and guarantee he's going to have absolutely no idea Absolute. absolutely no idea I will guarantee you I'm never forgotten did you not originally say that you you think you'd played against him and then it all came out in the wash that you were actually his teammate <sighs> and yeah, Andrew, I'm, I'm not one of these guys like Mark that go, oh, please dear, I've done this, I've done. I'm not, I, I just gently We did establish it, earlier on that you didn't really care about your football career, I you just, just like the short days and... It was work, everybody's got to work, turn a living, feed your family, uh, we all know that, it was work, um, I don't get carried away with it, and you I know I'm now a bigger <laughs> cel- celeb than I, I was when I played, but I just... Um, I know Ange very well and I'll guarantee you next time he sees me it will be an embrace a hug a pat in the back a yeah, fist yeah, yeah. bump and you had three wedding cakes to pay for me. <laughs> what about that for a comeback <laughs> it's now Annan Athletic 2 Sterling Albion 2 goals in quick succession they got Blair Curry sent off the goalkeeper mm. earlier on Sterling Albion they went two goals down they've now clawed that back to two all mm. what was the best job you ever had then? Um, in your life I, I, I loved working for East Kilbride Parts Department <laughs> I, I really enjoyed I enjoyed did you do there? I lined the pitches for people that played on a Saturday um, drove the dumper truck oh uh, that sounds good oh fantastic on the roads what age were you at this point? Uh, about 44 um, no, <laughs> I was I was in between my football career I was sort of I, I, 
in I'll, between your footballing what, career. What does yeah, that well, mean? well, basically, basically I, I was a very up and coming star. I was going to say the I side of every top class footballer is the fact that they have to pick up a job on the side. The, then, then I was bumper <laughs> truck to the training ground. Then is that I was, a new motor you've got. The, then I was a star, and I became a has been at a very early age of twenty four, twenty five. I had to go into the real world. That eight hours a day killed me. Um, but I really enjoyed it. Good, good banter with the lads at the East Kilbride uh, department. Um, and then I went back into football. I took a break. I was like Guardiola. I took a year out. Uh, but I was like Guardiola. <laughs> I took, I took a year, I took a year away from the game just to get my mind at, uh, at the right place. VAR review with Clydebilt Home Improvements. There's a check at Easter Road. Potential serious foul play by Kyle Vassell. 2-0 down to Hibs at the moment and they could be down to 10 men as well. John Beaton going to the screen. Mm, never bodes well, does it? Apart no. from the, the one that Willie Colm looked at and, and didn't deem it a red card. So Vassell, Vassell's had a Trouble spell on the face it looks a good player, looks strong, looks lively. He scored, he scored? He scored yeah. one, one goal. One. A lot of responsibility put on him straight away though, because not only did Kilmarnock let Kyle Lafferty go on the final day of the transfer window, Ollie Shaw as well. So he's kind of been thrust in and, and been Dodge asked to score, score all the goals. Either. Yeah, Doyle struggles in front of goal, so that's Kelly's problem. Well he's not going to be able to score the rest of today's game because he is off and Kilmarnock have well, you've got to say Almost no way back for them. We've seen Sterling Albion do it from 2-0 down with 10 men, but very unlikely that Kilmarnock get did, back into that game. Did you say, Dazzler, that next week Kilmarnock play Motherwell? Yes, they do at Rugby Park. So they'll do so without Kyle Vassell. Yes. And uh, you know that's a huge game for them. Particularly if Motherwell were to get anything out of the Hearts game tomorrow. So it's just not going in anything like a positive direction there was the loss of uh, Kyle Lafferty with Derek McInnes saying that it had nothing to do with him and he wasn't all that happy with the idea of Lafferty going he's now in that Northern Ireland isn't he? Yes, Linfield, Linfield. Uh, and now Vassell will not play because of suspension next weekend it's not, not running Derek McInnes' way one thing I did enjoy, I saw that Linfield had tweeted after Kyle Lafferty had made his debut and you know how sometimes they'll tweet and it'll have like a tick list of things that players achieved on their debut, played mm. 80 minutes. One of the things that they listed for Kyle Lafferty in his debut was clean sheet. You count a striker? You get a clean sheet? Yeah. See, is he getting credit for I, that? You really? defend from the front. So yeah, you've got to, it's okay you scoring all the goals, but if you defend from the front, you've got to take the praise as well. Oh, it's not that when... <laughs> when the team loses a goal, the yeah. user standing up there on the halfway line shaking your head. Fraser Wishart giving a bit more detail on that red card. He said Kyle Vassell had the ball, it bounced head high, and he put his foot up to get it. He caught Cabraya, uh, but it didn't even it didn't even cross Fraser Wishart's mind that it was a yellow. Never mind a red. Oh, but he'd need to yeah. see it again. See? Sometimes no. you don't always catch it on on first view. And in fairness, the referee didn't think it was on first view. Went to the screen and. John Beaton then decided it was a red card, so it maybe didn't look like it on first viewing at full speed, but has decided that Kyle Vassell deserved to be sent off for that one. Waste of time, mockery of football, scrap it. Ross <laughs> County pressing now, trying to get back in the game. Guion Edwards had a shot deflected by Joe Shaughnessy. Charlie McGrew for Dundee United also having one deflected for a corner. It was initially given as a yellow card. Beaton was right next to it and, and was then, then called upgraded. to the screen. 
Well, it'll be interesting to see. We, we've not seen it yet, seen the pictures, but Fraser there. Um, I account witness, as much as the fans, be a lot of fans here, probably think the same as Fraser. So many odd decisions this year where I, I don't think it will ever be scrapped. I think it will get better, it will get fine-tuned. Yeah, remember, it's our first season with it. Look at the problems in the billion-dollar league just down the road. And they've had it for a lot longer than they've we have as well. Longer, yeah. A not good for Marvin Bartley, Kelty Hearts 1, Queen of the South nil. Callum Higginbottom with the goal for them. A, at Celtic Park, Joe Hart's come outside of his box, nearly made a bit of a mess of it. Half tackles, Johnny Hayes, Ramadani had a shot. Small claims for a handball, but it wasn't a handball. And Kyogo is going to come on. Told you. Um, if when Joe, the ball gets to Joe Hart's feet, you should put both hands over both eyes. Uh, he's not the best at that uh, but Kyogo now coming on with a chance of scoring and equaling the number of goals scored by the entire Ross County squad a chance at each end at Livingston against Rangers Stephen Kelly wide from Nicky Devlin's cross that's been Livingston's best chance of the game however uh, Rangers had a chance just after that a good save from Shamal George from Ryan Kent after Rangers hit them on the break that's a, that's a dangerous scoreline just now um, you know I think that Michael Beale will be standing there hoping that he can get the, the other goal that just puts it a little bit more comfortable for Rangers uh, Livingston still very much in the game at home uh, uh, well highlighted the pitch so Rangers have just got to be careful here can't afford to as much as we all agree I think the Celtic will go and win the league but they just can't afford to drop any more points Cove Rangers 1 are both nil Leighton McIntosh with the goal for them to put them ahead Dunfermline have equalised against Airdrie Nikolai Todorov scoring as well there was a chance uh, Gwion Edwards just over a decent effort for Ross County who it was from a free kick they've been looking better certainly in this second half Ross County Funny for Celtic and Rangers today you know Celtic two up after 13 minutes and since then nothing uh, Rangers a penalty and they're well into the match now and nothing other than that uh, you know the possession yes penetration no Right, Hugh, give us that teaser again because I think people are maybe struggling. Oh, <laughs> well, those people do not include Mark Wilson and David Friel. I have played alongside Kenny Miller and Robert Snodgrass. I have been managed by Neil Warnock and Lee Clark. I won both Scottish Domestic Cups but only played in one of the finals. I have played for f- clubs in five countries across three continents. Who am I? Jack McLean says Frank Sozzi. No. And I can't really see too many. Can't really see any correct answers so far. Correct. Making your none. Yeah, not really. Well, you, didn't, in, you didn't get it either, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, After well. you'd looked at Mark's paper, what he'd written down. To be fair, no we clue. both we both guessed the first one, right? Which was wrong. I grant you that. And then we sort of uh, worked out the second one, and Mark wrote it down. Took the credit. <laughs> you can see that at Clyde SSB if you want to see it written down. If that helps at all. Uh, Kamar Roof coming on for Rangers Fashion Sakala off He had the ball on the back of the net in the first half But that one didn't count Charlie McGrew has had a header cleared off the line Following a corner Dundee United getting closer As they push for that equaliser Well even a point would be something uh, But you know the, the the drama will continue If they, if they lose today they'll still be rock bottom And uh, Things are not getting any easier. A, would they make a change there, Hugh, if they lost today? Do you know what I was going to say to you earlier on when we, we were discussing this? 
you would have to contemplate that, I think, and Tam Courts is there and available. Now, whatever you can say about Tam Courts, he made the wrong decision going uh, to Hungary. It, it was all over very soon. He applied for the job at Bromby, didn't get it. I wonder if there might be a temptation to say, come in and save us from the drop. Well, Mark Ogren is here all week, so... He's seeing it up close and personal, well, you wonder. Listen, he's the owner. Was he here for a reason? Well, he was here to look at budgets for next season. Now, at the moment, he doesn't know which division he'll be in next season. So it's very, very complicated. And I just wonder, and you know, it's an awful part of this job to discuss a man's employment. But... It happens all the time. We're getting closer and closer to, you know, managers just don't get many games. Ask Stevie Hamill, ask Jack Ross at Dundee United, ask Sean Maloney when he was at Hibs. They must be getting to the crossroads where they're thinking, could Tam Coach actually come back here and save us from the going down? Kamar Ruth with a chance not long after coming off the bench. It was inches wide. Todd Cantwell with the pass to him. Dylan Smith coming on. For Ross County, for Connor Randall, 16 years old, Dylan Smith, born 21st of June, 2006. 2006. My God. What were you doing in 2006? Saturday, I usually get married on Saturday. (laughs) I've got two grandchildren older than that. That's quite something. So Dylan Smith on as Ross County, who seemed to have been better in the second half so far. David Friel said it was getting a bit feisty. Tackles flying in. Didn't use the word scrappy, though, Gordon. You'll be glad to hear. Yeah, I sort of a forced um, David into that. I'm fed up listening to it every single week. He gives it four minutes and then comments on the game. Let the game flow. Um, I was excited about the game at Paisley today. And I'm quite right. It's a good game. And I'm glad David's enjoying it. With Clyde Built Home Improvements. Celtic 3, Aberdeen 0, Rayo Hatati with the goal, and if it wasn't over already, it's certainly over now. Four goals in two games for Rayo Hatati. Uh, he is on fire. And, you know, much was made of Aaron Moy not being in the team today or even on the subs bench. But Hatati's had a breather and he's come back in style. Yeah, he's. I mean, Moy's been terrific recent weeks. Kyogo takes the headlines because of his goals, but I think Hatati's the constant. Just unbelievably technical player, goal scoring midfielder, can mix it when he needs it, can play a number of positions. We've seen him playing right back this year as well. Just a, a top, top footballer. And before anyone says, try to sell him on, it's just a natural progression. Teams before long will look at him down south and. And maybe take a nibble. The, the biggest, the biggest uh, argument you'll have, if you look at that Celtic midfield, it's very, very strong. If I was picking my best three, it'd be Moy, Hatati, and McGregor. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. I was wondering why there was some movement sort of in my peripheral vision over to the left and that's because Dundee United have scored yes. producer Callum is delighted and Dylan Levitt has the goal for them they're back in this game one all, and that could be huge because St Johnston are a team who would have gone 10 points clear of them if they'd won today and I mean 
They aren't really the team that Dundee United are chasing at the moment. They've got Ross County, Kilmarnock and Motherwell ahead of them. But with Ross County losing, Kilmarnock losing as well, Motherwell playing tomorrow, if Dundee United can get anything, that would be big for them. Well, Tam Courts, put your mobile phone back in your pocket. There's no point in phoning now. <laughs> Dylan Levitt, good player. Very, very good player. See, that's the spirit, spirit of 83 there coming, yeah. shining through. Yeah, they, they probably matched them up and down the corridors, looked at the, the photograph. Spirit of 83. <laughs> I'm sorry, how about this? <laughs> Please. Goal flashes. <laughs> with Clyde Home Improvements Dundee United 1 St Johnston 2 Oh no <laughs> <laughs> oh. Stevie May has scored his second of the game oh, this oh. How, uh, You want to know the worst thing is the way that this was communicated was with Dundee United being at home Dave Galloway's told us it was a quick goal he's written 2-1 with the two first <laughs> as if Dundee United have scored <laughs> and then he said bundled in by me producer Callum was celebrating over there oh, and then he just Dundee saw United the word me and he's uh-huh. devastated absolutely devastated the 40 year old track shoots go ripped right off him <laughs> that's your leaving present from Dave Galloway there Tam, Tam oh, Courts get your phone back on phone back on 01382 <laughs> for Dundee oh what a signal of that especially if you're Dundee United you're back in the game you're at home the fans are right behind you go on and win the game be positive wow Loser. He's just a nemesis, isn't he, Stevie May, for Dundee United? Throughout the years, he's just he's the man that does them all the time. He's Scottish, I don't think he comes from nemesis. <laughs> Very hard-working player, Stevie May. The only thing that was missing from his game, and he's added it this afternoon, for me, was goals. He wasn't a prolific goal scorer, but he certainly worked his, his shift. Look at that John Rankin story. Hamilton are now two up at Inverness Cali Thistle yeah, John Pierre Teehee with the goal and Cove Rangers are one up on our broth so the Aki's now going the same points if it stays this way and John Rankin has come from nowhere and they continue to rise well done Ranks Curtis Main has hit the post a deflected effort St Mirren trying to double their lead against Ross County unable to do so Curtis Main going close he was one of the players that was rated as very very doubtful to play today by Stephen Robinson they don't have Keanu Bacchus they don't have Alex Gogic they don't have Alex Grieve they don't have a couple of other players Scott Tanzer's injured at the moment Jonah Ayunga's injured at the moment they've got quite a few kids on the bench I think it's five or six academy graduates that um, they've got on the on the bench today but they'll do well to get the victory with a, a threadbare squad well they've got minutes left and let's see uh, Stephen Robinson's credit oh no what's happened in fact VAR review with Clyde Built Home Improvements it seems to be ages after the Stevie May goal no. however Come on. there no. seems to be a delay in this one we'll wait and see oh. whether the goal will stand or not I told you VAR in Scotland means how can we rule out this goal and they look at it from all angles and try and come up with any flimsy explanation for disallowing a goal mockery of football scrap it Livingston have a real task on their hands because Stefan Omionga has been sent off Livingston down to 10 men they're a goal down to Rangers Stefan Omionga is off I'll get more details on that shortly but a what's, red card for the midfielder what's going on at Tannadice over this check play resumes goal stands St Johnston 2-1 oh. up 
And Dundee United think. have it all to do They were only level for what a minute I think it was yeah. uh, Second bookable offence I think it was For Stefan Omionga A foul on Kamar Roof He's off And Rangers will hope <coughs> That they can put that game to bed With another goal or two In the final stages of this game Interesting though As I say you know, They've got a penalty They've scored from that and Not much else going on for them So interesting to hear Michael Beale's take on that game He's been pretty consistent, Hugh, since the time he's took over. Well, he said well, last week. Goal flashes with Clydebilt Home Improvements. Livingston nil, Rangers two, and it's James Tavernier. It's another set piece. This one, a free kick. James Tavernier curls that one in, right-footed from just slightly to the left. You think that's prime position, really, for James Tavernier? He steps up, takes, and scores. And with Rangers playing against 10 men, 2-0 up away to Livingston, surely that will be all three points. Oh yeah, that's finished. Now, when Marvin Bartley comes in here on Wednesday, I don't Ooh. want any of you speaking to him. Is you losing and Callum Kelty. Higginbottom has scored Kelty Hearts 3-0 up. Now. How, this is the man who takes it badly when he loses beat the pundit. This is one to watch out for as well because Joshua Ray has been sent off for Airdrie, the Airdrie goalkeeper. Airdrie do not do well when they go down to 10 men we saw well, that last, last week. week it's happened earlier on in the season the the collapse last week was spectacular they were 3-0 up got a man sent off lost 4-3 um, they've had Joshua Ray sent off Matt, now Matt was there when they didn't do well with 11 men were you not there as well? <laughs> no I was oh, there <laughs> <laughs> I was in here washing his hands in fact well I, I, in my defence I did everything you asked me what yeah. about that one for the English Championship Nottingham Forest five minutes to go equalise against Manchester City shortly after Arsenal went to Aston Villa and even Tom Hanks couldn't help Aston Villa and Arsenal won 4-2 so it's Dong there. Yeah, it would be big for Arsenal if Manchester City drop points. There is a change for Rangers after that second goal. Alfredo Morelos comes off and Antonio Cholak comes on. So you'd think that Alfredo Morelos just being rested with next Sunday in mind for the final few minutes of this game. What is there, maybe about 15 to go in that match? Although they've got a full week. I mean, you guys have been there on the park. Um, when you've got a full week, do you really need to be rested? Uh, no, nah, just in case you pick up an awk or anything like that, Hugh. Before the cup finals, I used to get subbed very early. Um, I didn't want any knocks or any problems for the following week's cup final. So Hold on. I can totally understand it. They're about to rule out the Nottingham Forest goal, the dreaded VAR. Oh. <sighs> That was a VAR check. I'm not sure whether it has been ruled out or not. Looked as if the goal maybe stood there. Uh, Five minutes to go. Mockery of football. In that game. Uh, any chances? Uh, Hatati curling one. Right-hand corner again. Doesn't go in. And he won't complete his hat-trick because he's now coming off Rio Hatati. We're well, both back in the game. Oh, John that. Rankin. S- anyway. Stays bottom. But only by a point this time. Yeah, I, I think Hamilton could certainly overtake a broth. It's amazing the differences in season. Last last year, Dick Campbell, a broth up there challenging for promotion, now fighting to save his team from relegation. Toyosi Olasanya scoring for a broth that goal. He's on loan from St Mirren. Hebbs nearly scoring a third. Matthew Hopps should have scored, really. A turn in the six yard box, scuffed shot that was saved by the feet of Sam Walker. It's still 2-0 up in that game. Kilmarnock down to 10 men. 
If Ross County get an equaliser, I would have all five of my predictions up. Ross mm. County. When Doesn't was the last time you got all your predictions right on a Saturday afternoon? I think um, probably just after the war. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, um, Andrew, yeah. your knowledge of players and where they've came from and injuries is second to none. Been impressed with that today. What was it I said there that triggered that? The the boy at Fairbrook. So on loan from St Mirren had a toe injury for the first half of the season. Now, now you're uh, showing off. Didn't now play for them and then was shipped out on loan in January. Aye, oh, big goal for Hamilton as well. Connor Smith with a penalty in the 87th minute. Give me the bag that game Connor Smith. done yeah. and dusted. We'll move on from that, shall we? <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Birigetti was injured, uh, replaced by Newman in goal for Dundee United. So there is a change for them between the sticks. Is his name actually Newman? Because that's, that's in my day, that yeah. was a sub. You come on. On for. On for someone is number 12, New Man. And there I was running on when I was well, a that, young They would just kid. announce it as New Man new that man. comes on. Yeah, New Man. New it Man. Is, really? Yeah. That was... yeah. And enter the pitch, number 12, New Man. What, did they just not have the information of who was coming on? They couldn't pronounce my name. Um, no, but that's what happened in the old days, yeah. I'll tell you. New yeah. Man. New Man. Oh, well, it is Jack Newman, not right. New Man, who is. Oh, it's Gordon New Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he came. Anyway, it's a blow for John Rankin to have a bro score that belated equaliser, but he's still continuing uh, in a good direction. The, the, keep your eye on them. They may not be the victims of demotion that they looked earlier on. The full time whistles are approaching. Maybe we should round this one off, you. Okay. The second half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Kenny Miller and Robert Snodgrass. I've been managed by Neil Warnock and Lee Clark. I won both Scottish domestic cups, but only played in one of the finals. I have played for clubs in five countries across three continents. I am Darren O'Dea. Darren O'Dea. Mark Wilson got that one quickly, as did David Friel. And there is a full podium as well. In third place, it's David L, who got in there. Roof RFC in second place. But in first place, top of the tree is Neil Potter, well done to you, Neil Potter. You win the bragging rights for the second half teaser. So it can't be too long to go in these Premiership games either. Where are there a bit of potential action at the end? Can Dundee United get an equaliser after uh, going two-one down to St Johnston elsewhere? Ross County will really be pushing to try and get a goal in that game. There is a change. Stevie May off. For Zach Rudden, who comes on for St. Andrew Johnson. on that scene, Steve. Oh, okay. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. I did ask, where was the late drama? It's not really late drama. It's Celtic scoring a fourth. They're 4 0 up against Aberdeen. Leil Abada off the bench. It was cut back by Haksabanovic. Left footed, hammered in. Goalkeeper got a hand to it. And we've got another one of these. Goal flashes. With Clyde Built Home Improvements. Celtic and Rangers both making it convincing towards the end. Kemar Roof, he was also off the bench, a close range finish after a bit of a scramble. Roger Hannah saying that Kemar Roof has been excellent since he came on. So you wonder how close he'll be to the starting 11 for Sunday. Well, 
maybe not the starting eleven, but if you've got Cholak, Kamar Roof and Morelos, you have uh, danger in triplicate for Celtic in the cup final. And before anyone asks, Rangers have danger in triplicate from uh, Jota, Abada, Kyogo. And if you want to go even further, Maeda. Actually interesting because the last time we said earlier that Celtic and Rangers both played at three o'clock in separate games yeah. on a Saturday, Celtic won 5-0, Rangers won 4-0. It could, could replicate it if they both get a goal in, in injury time. Well, I would be quite happy with their day's work now. Uh, it looks and sounds convincing. Uh, 7-0 on aggregate against Aberdeen and Livingston. Um, now, as I say, forget about league football. The curtain goes up on Panto season now. We have the run-in to the first cup final of the season and at five o'clock we have the first of the we will do this to them calls. Well, the ten men of Kilmarnock trying to push to get back into that one. Scott Robinson's shot cleared off the line by Egan Riley. Four minutes of stoppage time there, but they would need to claw back two goals and also are down to ten men as well. So that seems very unlikely that they'll get anything out of that game. Uh, yeah, St Mirren, Ross County, the big one, as well as Dundee United, St Johnston. The goal, a, the a goal at Tannadice, Andrew. Over there. The goal at Tannadice to make it two-one is one of the worst goals a team has ever conceded in their life. Wait till you see this. Balls pass back it to the goalkeeper. Back to the goalkeeper, and he Stevie may essentially just slide tackles. Berigetti Berigetti, on on the goal line, he takes yeah. a touch. I don't know what he's thinking. It's horrendous well, when I'm assuming that was the incident That Birigetti got injured in as well Because he ended up coming off But it was a clean tackle by, yeah. by Stevie May No complaints there As Rude Hillett said all those years ago Goalkeepers are goalkeepers Because they can't play football VAR review With Clyde Built Home Improvements A VAR check at the Smyza Stadium David Friel thinks it's a Wura Edwards For a potential red card uh, tried to get a loose ball in the box That one will get looked at We do have our first full time though It's at Celtic Park, Gabriel Yes, it's all over here Andrew And it's Celtic 4, Aberdeen 0 The Rayo Hatate show here once again His two brilliant goals guided in hoops to three points His strikes bookended by goals from Callum McGregor and Leal Abada It was the perfect start for the defending champions Given to them by McGregor He scored in the final minute of the game The last time these two sides met this time round, it only took him two minutes. The ball popped out to their captain, who hammered in a volley just inside the box. The keeper couldn't get a strong enough hand to it. In the 15th minute, Rayo Hatate received the ball on the edge, shimmied in the box, curled it into the far corner. He just looked untouchable then, and he looked untouchable for the entire game. Celtic were all over the dons. Dyson Maida could have had a hatch in the first half of chances that he just couldn't get on the end of. Celtic attackers literally playing one-twos in the Don's box despite the numerous red shirts packing out the area. And the Hoops thought they had a penalty just before the interval, but VAR rightly ruled it out for an offside in the build-up. The second half was naturally a bit more flat to start with. Ameda and O'Reilly had half chances. Celtic were playing well, moving the ball nicely, but not really threatening enough. That changed when Hitate uh, took the game by the scruff of the neck, again getting his second with 15 minutes to play. He rolled the ball between two players, not made a pass through another, gave the ball to McGregor, who tried to force a pass through to Kyogo. It bounced back to Hitate, who had continued his run uh, into the box, took a touch and just curled it into the right-hand corner again, making it look so, so easy. 
Said Haksibanovic had come off the bench. He hammered a few shots wide late on, then set up the final goal, firing the ball across Leo Labada, who swept it in with his left foot, rounding off the scoring. Kyogo Furuhashi played the last 20 minutes, which will be seen as crucial ahead of next weekend's League Cup final with Rangers. The Dons, the visitors, were poor here and offered little, but Celtic were excellent once again. They have now won nine in a row and maintained that nine-point gap at the top of the league before the showdown at Hamden in eight days' time. Full-time here, Celtic 4, Aberdeen 0. Well, it is the only full-time score in the Premiership so far. There was that VAR check at the Smyza Stadium and Awura Edwards is off. Straight red card and Ross County down to ten men. They're a goal down and it will be tough for them to get back into this game. In injury time, there is a triple change for Rangers. James Sands, Scott Wright and 16-year-old Bailey Rice coming on for them we do have a full time this one is at Easter Road Fraser Wishart yeah I finished Kilmarnock uh, sorry Hibernian 2 Kilmarnock nil and really pretty comfortable for Hibernian they were excellent in the first half Will Fish with the opener in 16 minutes and after sub Matthew Hopp scored 2 minutes in the second half the game was pretty much over bit of a stroll to 3 points especially after Killy striker Kyle Vassell was shown a red card by John Beaton after a VAR check Hibs complete domination of the first 45 minutes only one up and could have been further ahead at the break the goal came in 16 minutes Magidi a really good outswinging corner kick to the front post Will Fish 8 yards out found space and powered a header high into the back of the net Kelly keeper Sam Walker kept it at one at the break series of good saves the best from Yuan and Henderson and Henderson also saw a shot cleared off the line by Chris Stokes there was no threat really from Kilmarnock Derek McInnes made three changes to try and liven things up at half time Polworth Taylor Robinson on but it was Hibs that got that second goal just a couple of minutes into the half James Jago did really well in the inside right position in the penalty box he's low cross into the six yard box not cleared by Ash Taylor and it fell nicely to some Matthew Hall with a simple task to fire home from three yards his first goal for the club Kelly actually responded pretty well had the best spell of the game Liam Polworth as he shot goal bound is blocked in the six yard box and McKenzie brought out a good save from Marshall it was then back to Hibs being on top Matthew Hopp with a powerful shot just inches wide from 20 yards Walker was beaten and then Kelly's day went from bad to worse in the 67th minute Kyle Vassell was shown a straight red card after VAR check the ball bounced high he was actually in possession of the ball the ball bounced high he raised his foot to control the ball he caught Carbaja and ref John Beaton who was a couple of yards away showed the yellow card Stephen Kirtland, the VAR referee, told John Beaton to go to the screen and he, the referee changed his mind to a red card. It was a strange incident because nobody in the ground was really screaming for a red card, including the players or the supporters, but the striker was off. The rest of the game just petered out. Hibbs comfortable knocking the ball around. Kelly, 10 men, just couldn't get on the ball and Hawks should have scored his second. Turn inside the six-yard box. He scuffed his left foot shot and it was saved by the feet of Walker. And Scott Robinson, the final, on the final act of the game, almost got a consolation goal. Did really well inside the penalty box. Rolled the ball low past Marshall, but... Conrad Egan Riley, the big defender, had got back in place to kick the ball off the line. Hibs unbeaten run in the league is now six games and they jump into fourth place, only five points behind the big rivals' hearts. But Denny McInnes somehow needs to find a way to improve their way forward if they're going to stay in the Premiership. 14 games, five goals and only two points this season. Full-time Easter Road to Bernie to Kilmarnock nil. Four minutes added at the Tony Macaroni Arena. If St Mirren's injury problems weren't bad already, Declan Gallagher is down in a heap. Looks as if he's pulled his hamstring. That is not a good one for Stephen Robinson. There is another full time as well. That one is at Tanadice, Dave Galloway. 
Yes, Dundee United 1, St Johnson 2. Dundee United quickly out of the traps. Behich's shot saved by the legs of Matthews. Doom blazed over from outside the box and Levitt sliced wide from the edge of the D. St Johnson came more into things. McPherson saw his low shot easily saved by Berigiti and Montgomery's dangerous ball in was just beyond May. The home side had the lion's share of possession but there were chances at both ends and Saints took the lead in the 32nd minute. Halberg crossed for May to score with a first-time shot from close range play swung from end to end in the second half Clark's turn and shot saved by Birigiti at the other end Sybil's header was cleared off the line following a corner United equalised with a quite brilliant goal on 81 minutes an exquisite drive by Levitt from outside the box into the bottom corner of the net but they shot themselves in the foot less than a minute later Saints went 2-1 ahead Birigiti didn't look at all clever when receiving Mulgrew's back pass and May pounced to find the net then uh, Berigiti just to rub salt into the wounds also had to go off injured so celebrations for the large travelling support here at Tannadice but misery for bottom of the league United it finished Dundee United 1 St Johnston 2 yeah a big result for St Johnston there Dundee United throwing that one I mean the goal we've all seen the goal now it's spectacularly bad on the part of Dundee United Mark Berigiti controls the ball about what two yards off his own line and Stevie May just slide tackles him into the net Schoolboy stuff that I mean it's yeah. uh, When you're at the bottom of the table First and foremost You need to be solid at the back You do not want your goalkeeper Taking any chances Especially when you've got yourself Back in the game Trouble at Tannadice I just wonder what's Round the corner For Liam Fox Owner over Might be a crucial time For them to make a change But, but As in the case of Stevie Hamill Last weekend It has to be Straight away You've got no time To mess about If it's there what, in your mind do it now full time at the Tony Macaroni Arena Roger Hanna Livingston nil, Rangers 3 a routine afternoon for Michael Beals men as they warm up for next week's League Cup final at Hamden two goals one in either half from captain James Tavernier and then a third near the end from the very impressive substitute Kemar Roof keeps Rangers within nine points of the runaway leader Celtic Actually, I think we've lost Roger Hanna there. There has been technical difficulties all day. We'll maybe see if we can go back to him to get the full-time picture. We will get the full-time picture from the Smyther Stadium with David Freel. Full-time, Andrew St Mirren won Ross County now. St Mirren have now won nine of their 15 home matches this season. What a record that is, but this will surely rank as one of the best for Stephen Robinson. They were decimated by injury, but Declan Gallagher's goal gave him a massive three points. St Mirren are now above Livingston in the fifth, and I think Stephen Robinson's only kit is as and will be that they didn't score more goals. Gallagher grabbed a win on seven minutes when he headed in Ryan Strange's corner. St Mirren had the best of the first half. They definitely deserved that lead, but County did improve after the break. Malcolm Mackay didn't mess about at half-time. He threw on Uwura Edwards, Guion Edwards and Ross Callaghan, they all made a difference. Aurora Edwards did have a big penalty claim turned down after being barged over by Trevor Carlson. But it was some man who created the best chances of the second half. Tony Watt fired over, Curtis Main hit the post, Rod Laid, Ross Laidlaw then made an incredible double save from Kieran Offord and Ryan Strain. County though kept going, they did have a late chance when Guion Edwards' low shot was saved by Carson. The ball rebounded into the middle of the box. Aurora Edwards tried to tackle it over the line basically, but his challenge earned him a red card after a VAR check. So overall, a huge win for St Man, but it maybe came across the game. Declan Gallagher, the big centre half, he went galloping up the left wing on a, on a break, but pulled his hamstring just to add to their injury woes. Full time, St Man won, Ross County nil. And yeah, that is the roundup of the full time scores. Let's try and go back to Roger Hanna, is he there? 
Yes, I'm here, Andrew. Livingston nil, Rangers 3, as we were saying. A goal in either half from James Tavernier, then one near the end from substitute Kemar Roof, easing Rangers to victory. They could have been ahead in 10 minutes. Fashion Sakala had a goal at the near post, ruled out correctly for offside. And then Rangers got a penalty correctly via VAR midway through the half. James Penn raced the culprit at the back post, clearly pulling Alfredo Morelos' jersey as they went for a high ball. Oh well, that's the last time we even try and go to Roger Hanna Go and interview the managers But we got a lot of the full-time picture there And now it's time to hear from you 01419511025 Celtic fans, Rangers fans What did you make of that performance today? The Cup Final is next weekend Have you got any thoughts heading into that? Were there any players in particular That impressed you that should be playing in that game? Dundee United fans We want to know what you think after... You know, levelling against St Johnston and then not being able to hold on. Not a good afternoon for Kilmarnock or Ross County either. And St Mirren back to winning ways. And of course, there's still the managerial situation at Motherwell. So they play tomorrow against Hearts. Motherwell fans, we want to hear from you as well. 01419511025. We'll take your calls next. After the action, it's your reaction. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Well, the games are done and we want to hear from you on the open line. 01419511025. Celtic fans, Rangers fans, convincing victories for you against Aberdeen and Livingston with a cup final just around the corner. What did you make of that? Fans of other clubs struggling at the bottom. Dundee United, Ross County and Kilmarnock not able to get a point between them today so far. And it is a big, big win for St. Johnson as well, who go 10 clear of Dundee United in bottom place. So let's hear from you. 01419511025. What was the pick of the action for you, Hugh Evans? Well, everything now is about the cup final. A week tomorrow. The aggregate score for Celtic and Rangers today was 7-0 against Aberdeen and Libby. Uh, very interested to hear Roger Hanna speak of Kamar Roof being um, immediately effective when he came on. So you've got Kamar Roof as a possible for the cup final with uh, Cholak and Morelos. You've got Celtic who have now scored nine goals in their last two games. Hatati has got four of them, is absolutely on top form. Uh, you've got the ever-present Kyogo, um You've got O who again got 90 minutes today. You've got uh, Maida, you've got Abada, you've got Jota. Every time Abada plays, he, he makes things happen or he scores himself. The topics for the cup final are all about how exciting a game this could be. This could be a classic yeah, if there was any negative results for Celtic or Rangers today, they would be a, a much bigger talking point. But the fact that they've both gone in with convincing victories, they'll feel confident ahead of next weekend. Yeah, you've got to think so. And it makes it all the more intriguing for us who, who will be going along to the game. Such a showpiece occasion, uh, the first trophy of the year. And it can do a lot for you taking into the final stages of the season where another two week games to go between the two. So huge occasion, two of them getting the job done, players in form. Um, for Celtic, I mean, take your pick. Hatati's the man that takes headlines today and last week, but there's guys who didn't even make both squads today who will feature in next week's game. So a huge occasion. And at the bottom of the table, well, the bottom three just are getting detached further and further away. Good win for St. Johnson, though, who takes him into that middle group. And Calm Davidson can sleep easy tonight. 
a team that will be looking to take advantage tomorrow is Motherwell as well mm. with the three teams below them losing today they play against Hearts not an easy game whatsoever Stuart Kettlewell still an interim charge and Motherwell fans we do want to hear from you as well ahead of that one on 01419511025 but they were able to get something from that game it, it would prove to be big with the way things have gone today Gordon. Yeah it'd be a good uh, four or five days um, Obviously midweek against St Mirren at home was a good result Picked up a, a very important three points Tomorrow could add to that And just put that little bit of breathing space Between for instance Kilmarnock, Ross County and Dundee United But uh, look it's Hearts They've got a terrific squad Very good players it is going to be a difficult game But if they could get something Motherwell It would go a long way to help them Avoid relegation for me Yeah a big day for the Celtic and Rangers players Mark Because no matter what any player will tell you No matter what any manager will tell you They will have their eyes on that cup final next weekend And the players will have wanting to be put, putting in As good a performance as possible To try and get into the starting lineups yeah. At Hamden next week We've heard the reports from Roger Hanna That Kamar Roof showed up very well You'd expect that Kyogo will come straight back in For Celtic did get around 20 minutes today yeah, that's what it's all about. I mean, me and Daz have been lucky enough to be in there. Um, you know, finals against the, the other half and the, the game the week before. Just try to tick it off the list. First and foremost, try to get into the manager's starting 11 and then trying to show that you, you're at a, a level of performance that can take you into that cup final. One thing, the squads are jam-packed full of talent. So it should make for a great spectacle next week. Can't I wait for it, actually. I think Gabriel described it as the Rio Hitati show oh. at Celtic Park was um, very complimentary of his performance. Matt O'Reilly next to him, who hasn't been a regular starter in recent times, was it a big day for him because Aaron Moy is not in the squad for whatever reason. He had a chance to show what he can do after falling out the team, but you know, still performing at a, a good level when he's played. Again, O'Reilly had a little bit of a dip and Moy was there to fill the void and filled it exceptionally well and with goals. O'Reilly's come back and he's you know he scored against St Mirren, uh, so it's where do you begin if you're Ange Postecoglou uh, to pick a team for that cup final? Hatati, remember, wandered in to his first old firm game, scored twice before we'd hardly any time to discuss his performance. He did two goals under his belt, so he's a big game performer and uh, he will be looking forward to that cup final. It's now perfectly okay to talk about the cup final and nothing else because everything else is out of the way. Celtic are nine points clear with goal difference are effectively ten points clear. They go on and on towards their second league title in a row but now we can focus justifiably on the cup final and nothing else. We'll, we'll hear from the managers in a bit and we want to hear from you as well. 01419511025 of course wins for Celtic and Rangers today. Whenever a team goes away to Livingston People describe it as a potential banana skin Rangers have a good record there They won today Will the players then be frustrated at going off And then realising that Celtic have won again Because all Rangers can do is continue to win games Which they have been doing They'll then go off and see that Celtic weren't even close to a blip today I, I, I think that everyone concerned with Rangers First and foremost you focus on your own game um, I think you could take positives 3-0, yes There was a send-off for Livingston at 1-0 When the game's probably still in the balance But it's another clean sheet So they can they can add that to their pluses um, They'd expect the Celtic at home to win against Aberdeen Anything else would have been a bonus for them But you've got to concentrate on your own um, 
affairs first and foremost. Three nil away at Livingston. Yes, everybody says tricky situation. Job done. And I'm like the rest of lads. I cannot wait for next Sunday to come. And it just seems to be that no matter what team Ange Postecoglou puts out, no matter who they play against, they'll get the result. And playing well by all accounts today, very very well. Well, the main core of the team still stays the same. You know, you got your two centre-halves, your two full-backs now are nailed on. There was a period that Ralston and Juranovic was in the mix, but it's pretty much nailed on. Taylor back fit now, so there you go. McGregor's always going to be your midfielder and Hitati picks himself. It's only one or two positions in that side, up for grabs. The other midfielder, O'Reilly Moy, and then you look at your front three. Kyogo spearhead it, but who plays either side? You know, will it be Maeda, Abada, Jota, Haksabanovic getting minutes again today? So, I mean, what's a choice for the Celtic manager? But you've got to say, every one of them is contributing in some way. When he rotates, when he puts someone in, he gives them food for thought. So, it'll be interesting. But I think the main core of the team will be picked. I was going to say, how tough a choice does Ange Postacoglu have going into next week in those positions Mark highlighted? But he never really seems to be bothered or flustered by these choices. He has a big squad, but he doesn't mind having a big squad. He no. seems to know when to put players in, when to take them out, and it's been working for him. You know, he's got such an array of talent, an embarrassment of riches. Uh, it's a, just a case of looking at them in training through the week and uh, deciding in your own mind who really looks good and sharp and on the money. Uh, and that's the job that he and Michael Beale will have ahead of them between now and a week tomorrow. Yeah, you look at the bottom of the table, it certainly is interesting now. Not a good day for Dundee United, you'd say. And they came close, but does that make it even harder for the supporters when you get to the point where you equalise and it seemed less than a minute later that St Johnson not only equalised, but equalised in that fashion? Yeah, just unforgivable in a way that you know your goalkeeper puts you in that sort of position. I've been there before and funny enough with Dundee United and a relegation battle and you just think that you you, you can't see a win coming and <sighs> the goals you're conceding are absolutely comical at times um, but you just can't pull yourself away unless something changes now they're going from one week to the next nothing's changing again I, I hate managers losing their job but we've seen it with Motherwell and the reaction you get off some players Maybe Dundee United just I need to go down that road. I do not think he's got to survive this week. Um, I think the telltale signs are the owner is over. He's watched that today. In the last six games, they've lost five and drawn one. They're sitting bottom of the league. Um, I don't think that's acceptable. And there's no coincidence for me just now. I think football managing is very difficult. We've been there, we've tried it. But the two most... Uh, inexperienced managers one Stevie Harmel has already gone with Motherwell Liam Fox may be the next one to go this week for me yeah that is an interesting debate we will get back onto that later but let's go to the phone lines 01419511025 we want to hear from you first up is Brian who's a Rangers fan in Lark Hall Brian what did you make of the performance today? well I didn't see the game uh, yeah, there wasn't any you know transmission uh, it wasn't even in radio unless you went online. So I just followed Sky Sports, and uh, it, it's a tricky pitch, as we know. And we we won the game quite comfortably. Uh, we have won now thirteen games out of fourteen since Michael Command, uh, which is very impressive, considering where we were before that. 
Uh, we have got very good players, and Michael seems to have galvanised them. And now, obviously, on the next week, uh, I've got a second point I would like to to put. I'll, I'll let you come back in, Brian. After that, we'll just we'll just take a look at that because it is now fourteen games unbeaten for Michael Beale, thirteen wins. And a draw, yes, not all the performances have been to the level that Rangers fans would want and Michael Beale would mm-hmm. want. He said it himself, but it's an impressive start because it's a results-driven business. Yeah, um, that's why he's there and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is not there because Giovanni Van Bronckhurst, this season, he may have taken Rangers to a European final uh, and won the Scottish Cup last season, but this season he could not motivate the players. And if Giovanni Van Bronckhurst was still... In place at Ibrox, the gap between Celtic and Rangers would be even wider. So Michael Beale, whose record in the period of time that he's been at Ibrox and Ange Postacoglu has been at Celtic Park this season, I'm not talking about last season, in the period of time that he has been there, it's identical to Ange Postacoglu. But he's also the man who said only last weekend that the performance against Partick Thistle was, and I quote, lousy. And he's had a go at his players before that. So, you know, uh, Brian's come on and, and done the commercial. Um, now I'm looking forward to seeing what Brian's point is because that's the commercial over. Brian? Okay. Right. Before I say this, in no way am I suggesting that there's any jiggery pokery going on. Right? But. Uh, I'll tell you what it started. Uh, I watched the beginning of the Celtics of Man and Cup tie last week. And you probably don't even remember this. I don't even think it was even mentioned. But right at the beginning of the game, uh, I think it was Atati. No, he wasn't playing. There was a Celtic player that lost possession in the last third. And I said, Man player, can he... Moved into space And Callum McGregor chopped him down Now you can look back At the beginning of the game if you want But I've seen it And I thought that was a yellow card Without a doubt Even though it was in the beginning of the game So I decided to do a bit of digging uh, And I looked at the previous games Now I've added I've added that game And I've added today's games and both teams have obviously played 14 games and Rangers have committed 144 fouls in those 14 games and today we get our 30th yellow card. Celtic have committed 143 fouls in those games and I've got nine yellow cards. That's quite a discrepancy. Uh, the thing I, is, I just want if, you say, if you say you are not suggesting jiggery pokery, what are you on for? You've gone digging like a private detective through records here and come up with some nonsensical point about there being bias shown towards Celtic in terms of yellow cards. Brian, you really have to calm down. I always find this a tough argument to quantify or qualify because. You would need to look back through every single foul uh-huh. and judge whether it was a yellow card or not, because yeah. not not every foul is a yellow card. And at that point, you know, you, you can't just look at the numbers and say, "Well, 
there was this many fouls and yeah, this many yeah. yellow cards because some fouls are just not yellow cards. Well, some clearly, are yellow cards, some are red. You need to judge it on a case by case yeah, basis. And, and clearly, Brian is looking at the bold statistics and doesn't know whether cards were given to, uh, for Rangers or Celtic players rightly or wrongly. And as soon as Brian said, I'm not suggesting there's jiggery pokery, I thought to myself, yes, that's exactly what you are on to suggest. I said that Panto season would begin at five o'clock in the lead up to the cup final and Brian has got us off to a splendid start. Oh yes, he has. VAR has caused us quite a lot of problems, Brian, over the last few months. Are we really at the point where we need to be picking up on every single foul and seeing whether it's a yellow card or not? Right, can I explain why I'm actually coming on? Uh, Celtic have been against VAR right from the very beginning, even before it came in. Right? That's an absolute fact. Right? And I am not suggesting referees are favouring Celtic over Rangers. If that statistic was the other way around, I can quite believe it would be everywhere. You know, to kind of form... What makes you you think that, Brian, that it would be everywhere? Because Celtic complain about everything, that's why. But then are you not just coming on to complain now? Are you not no, doing no. what... I'm coming on to give... I'm, see, that, that's the problem here. Right? You're reading my mind. I'm coming on here to give you a statistic. And as I said to the producer, and I thank him for letting me on to make my point, uh, if you look at the statistics on Sky Opta, they're absolutely 100% correct. I just feel over... A short period of games that Rangers have had 21 more yellow cards. And I know every foul is not a yellow card. And I know you can go over every single, you know, incident in a game. I'm just talking about statistics. And, Hugh, can I say to you, right, when I say I am not suggesting there's any jiggery-pokery, that's what exactly what I mean. I'm honest. I don't believe anything like that goes on in the you, game. You are doing a very convincing impersonation of a man who's suggesting there is jiggery-pokery and now you're also adding it would be everywhere if it was Celtic. So you, maybe you're throwing the media into the conspiracy as well. But I thank you because I said Panto would begin at five o'clock and will run until next Saturday night on this programme. And you have, for me, given us a pantomime start. Well, thank you to Brian. There was... Actual football matches played today. There was goals scored. Celtic won 4-0. Rangers won 3-0. If you'd like to talk about those games, those performances, we'd like to hear from you. And of course, any of the teams down at the bottom. Supporters, are you worried after today's results? 0141-951-1025. We'll speak to you next. The games are over. The talking begins. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Gordon DL, Mark Wilson and Hugh Keevans here with me, Andrew McLean. 01419511025 if you want to get in touch. I'll be honest, I didn't think the first phone call we got after today's performances would be on yellow cards per foul yes. and uh, stuff like that. But you know what? That's uh, the type of thing that uh, entertains some people in this part of the world, Hugh. You just get your seatbelt on. This is the way it will be until next Saturday night at 6 o'clock. And then on the Sunday, we'll get a break when the football's played. Let's hear from, start to hear from some of the managers. Let's go for Callum Davidson. He's spoken after that 2 1 win, a big 2 1 win against Dundee United. You know, and I thought both teams actually tried to go and win the game. Uh, very fortunate that you've got a guy like Stevie May in your team who, who never gives up. 
he's never said that attitude. You know, and he manages straight away. It was a real crucial time to score the second goal. You know, and uh, delighted. You know how he got it. And you know, I thought it was just what we just probably just deserved. Uh, just on the whole, you know, I thought he was he was superb all game. He chased everyone down, worked really hard. You know, in the game once we scored the goal, it became him sitting in and when do we counter? You know, I thought at times we played good football. I thought Daniel then tried to break us down. And it was one of those games, uh, but just delighted to manage to get three points, as you probably saw from a reaction after, which I don't normally do. Yeah, that's what Stevie May gives you. He is one of the hardest workers in the top flight, isn't he? And the fact that he chased down Birigetti when he was on the ball on his goal line, not every single striker would, would do that, and he got his rewards. No, you're right, but I find it very hard to then heap loads of praise on Stevie May because it was something so elementary that, you know, you'll see it in the Sunday pitches tomorrow. Um, it's just unforgettable from a professional goalkeeper to think he's got that time. Not even sure you would see it in the Sunday pitches because no. I think a lot of those keepers would have just booted ah, the ball clear away, instead of trying to play on their own goal line. I mean, like I say, when you're at the bottom of the table and you need to make sure you are in good shape at the back, the last thing you need is your goalkeeper trying to be smart and costing you the game. Um, and Liam Fox, like, we'll keep going back to it, will it be the last game? If it is his last game in charge, I mean, how often is he going to sit and think, wow, that that cost me the job. When, when we got ourselves level, we could have went ahead and find moments in football, so... Unforgivable. It's massive for St Johnson. That that gives them that breathing space. That ten points between them and Dundee United. That is a massive, massive result for them. And that takes them out of the pressure pot for me. Um, there's four clubs down there now fighting that relegation battle. Motherwell, Kilmarnock, Ross County, Dundee United. Great opportunity. Can Motherwell get an three points tomorrow? It'll be very difficult against Hearts. 01419511025 on the phones. Paul is a Celtic fan. Kirk and Tillich. Paul, what did you make of Celtic's performance today? Hey, hi, how you doing? How you doing, guys? Hey, before I start, can I just thank uh, Stato, the last caller, for his not insinuating anything. That was really quite entertaining. Uh, the game today, I Celtic was very good. Uh, don't be fooled by the 4 0 scoreline. They could have been at least 10 0 at half time. They missed a barrel load of chances. As we often do, but no, I thought they were really impressive uh, and sets us up well for next weekend. At least 10 0 at half time, says Paul. That's it's certainly a, a glowing praise of Celtic, Hugh. I'm glad that the, the first two callers have not exaggerated in any way uh, <laughs> about anything that has been going on. So, uh, Paul got four goals, nine in two games now. You were there, you are our eyes. How was oh? Uh, he put himself about. Uh, he, he, some nice touches, but he was he was well marked. I mean, they had, they had all the big guys on it. To be honest, and Aberdeen were very physical today. I'm not trying to say that there should have been penalties and yellow cards that weren't awarded. Don't want to go down that route, but they were very physical. So offered nothing in attack. Uh, so I think it was very much a kind of a damage limitation job, but. Uh, the big fella, he, he done okay. He puts himself out. He's a he's a big physical presence. Uh, still, still, he got up to speed. I think with the game. The positive for Celtic is that we saw when Kyogo was out injured previously, or just rested, that Jakimakis would come in. He would play. Celtic would continue to play the same way. They would continue to score goals. He didn't get on the score sheet today, oh, but it shows that if Kyogo is out or was able to step in and Celtic were still able to play in their usual way yeah well that's why he was brought to the club um, Ange Postacoglu it was quite interesting when he signed 
Postacoglu said that he'd been chasing him for a, a long time um, and while we're all kind of trying to piece together some other move or who was coming to Celtic at that time all went under the radar until right at the last hurdle um, so Postacoglu knows what he's all about he knows his attributes he knows what he can bring and that's why you've got to think he let Jacques Marcus go out the door otherwise you wouldn't let him move now he will take a wee bit of time to settle but manager's got plenty of confidence in him or the team round about him to know that he could have pitched him in today I mean he could have pitched probably Hugh in today and it would have been the hey. same <laughs> same result against a physical Aberdeen side um, I'm not so sure Hugh would have had the same physical presence mm. up front as, as O had no, I'm more a Kiyogo type of player I'd be nicking in and around <laughs> the box you know? he's only 21 years old he's come from a, a different continent so he's still settling into life in Glasgow the fact he's been thrown in Ange Postacoglu is willing to throw him in in a game against Aberdeen and Celtic have won 4-0 can only be positive news going forward for him and Celtic yeah obviously the manager thinks he's ready to take that uh, step forward um, I don't think it was a difficult decision today um, I've seen a bit of the lad I like the look of him yeah he'll take time to settle in the Scottish game the most important thing for him he's got his first Celtic goal which gives him so much confidence but I think going forward, he'll, be, he'll play a big part in Celtic's team. Paul, all eyes will now naturally turn to next Sunday in the cup final. Are there any players in particular that you think are absolute stick-ons have to play for Celtic in that game? Uh, well, you'll get your the users in here, Callum McGregor. But so so many of them, are, I don't know anybody that's not on form, to be honest. So it's really difficult. I mean, see if you look at the bench, it's... It's hard to pick the team. I mean, uh, Aaron Moy wasn't playing today. Uh, he's been doing amazing. Uh, Kyogo, he's always, he's always, he's always got something in him. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think there's one player that's off for him. So, it's really, really difficult. Apart from Carl McGregor in the defence, obviously Carter Vickers and Starfelt, uh, it's, it's really difficult to say. A 16-man job for um, Ange Postacoglu and Michael Beale. And Celtic, uh, in particular, have established their nine-point lead in that goal difference, which makes it ten points, uh, by utilising the bench. You need only go back to last Saturday. You know, they're 1-0 up, there are 20 minutes left, and three subs come on, and all three score. That's Ange Postacoglu's approach to games. You touched on it earlier Mark but what are the positions is it is it out wide who plays out wide yeah. and potentially who plays alongside McGregor and Hattati I think I think nine of the team picks themselves you know after the goalkeeper the back four McGregor Hattati you've got Kyogo through the middle and Jota will play so they, for me the position's up for grab Moyer O'Reilly now for me past weeks Moyer's been the standout player I don't know where he is fitness wise why he wasn't there today yeah, we'll, but we'll see fit, what Ange Postacoglu has to say after the yeah. game that'll be an interesting one if he's fit for me he plays now off the left hand side if Jota plays off the right hand side take your pick could be any but Maeda seems to be Ange Postacoglu's go-to man seems to like his work rate seems to like him against Tavernier in terms of work rate going back the way so I would stab I guess at him that'd be a starting 11 no doubt if everybody's fit Moy comes in for O'Reilly. I think Moy's in better form, and uh, Maeda off the left hand side with bags of pace. So that'd be your starting eleven. Tune that in. You'll see it next week. Paul, what has that performance done for your confidence levels ahead of next weekend? Have they changed at all? Has it has it made you even more confident, or 
are you just feeling exactly the same as you were before given that you know it's a performance that we've seen a lot from Celtic this season uh, no nah, nah, not really nothing really nothing's really changed I don't think I can't even remember us having a bad game to be honest I think uh, it's just where it looks like Rangers have been uh, grinding out a few results which they, they didn't do previously so obviously Michael Beale's getting a lot more out of Rangers uh, Celtic seem to be uh, taking weakening teams to the side but as you said uh, last week 20 minutes to go they make five substitutions and then they end up scoring another four goals so no uh, not really to be honest I don't uh, am I confident I'm confident yeah but I'd be confident if they played the end of the night to be honest well, I'm sure we'll get a lot of cup final talk over the next week and let's hear from Michael Beale actually he's been talking about some of their injury problems we said before the game Malik Tillman Ryan Jack John Lundstrom all three of them out of the match day squad today Michael Beale explaining why well they're big doubts because they're not available today uh, Malik's got a problem with his hamstring um, Jacko with his calf and, and obviously John with his ankle I'm optimistic to think those, plus maybe Scott Arfield, will return to training at the back end of the week, but it'll be touch and go. Um, so what you saw today might be what we have, and uh, I was delighted with what, what I got today. I've learned since, since sort of sitting in the hot seat, it's all right being an assistant and, and guiding from the side. I've had to take a few deep breaths at times when we've lost centre-backs and, and when one or two players have gone down injured this week, it's... Uh, you take a deep breath, you trust your next group of players, the boys that you throw in, and, and hope that they, they do well in the shirt and want to keep it. And I thought that was certainly the case today. It's everything I needed to see today, I saw. Yeah, it's not the news Rangers fans would want to be hearing. I think he described no. all three as big doubts, says he hopes they're back in training for the tail end of the week. Yeah. That looks as if it'll be a tight call for them. Yeah, it's not the kind of message that would uh, fill you with confidence. Uh, however... You know, he has a performance out of his team today that he was reasonably pleased with. I go back to the trouble in triplicate, Cholak, Roof, Morelos, uh, and Celtic have theirs and more. Not just triplicate, they have more potential goal scorers. It all points towards a final that has both teams going for it. There'll be no thought of defence it could be a high scoring cup final because there are players all over the park who can make it so well what do you make of that news Rangers fans 01419511025 when you look at the Rangers bench today as well it's really that central midfield position because with no Tillman no Jack no Lundstrom all big doubts for next week they had Kamara Rask and Cantwell all starting and I'm sure plenty of Rangers fans I'm more than fine with those players starting but you turn to the bench in terms of central midfielders there's James Sands and that's it yeah yeah they're pretty sparse today but I've just got a funny feeling that they'll be back for next week and it's such a huge area uh, of the pitch for both sides now if we remember the last game back at Ibrox both teams couldn't keep the ball for five passes and both midfields just kept turning over the ball and turning over possession and it was quite quite Weird to witness that This game We all know how it's going to start It's going to be frantic It's going to be You know Tackles flying in But I think both teams Need to get better control Of possession And that's where The midfield area Becomes key That's where your best players are McGregor and Hitati And Moy And for Rangers Take your pick out of them Might be Raskin And might be Cantwell in there Jack or Lundstrom Might be back 
such an important um, part of the park. So it'll be intriguing to see who's declared fit in the day. But I think those three Rangers the players will would, be included. The one that would worry me, just listening to Rangers manager there and knowing about injuries throughout my football career, I always think a hamstring one's the, the, the one that would worry me. That's and Tillman, yeah. Tillman, yeah. Yeah, and I think Tillman's a big player for him just now. I think he's in good form. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they can get maybe two or the, out of the three, or even maybe three, which would be a great boost. But just when he mentions hamstrings, I just tend to think that they take longer. Yeah, not many players on that Rangers bench that you'd think had the chance to go and impress and try and stake a claim today just because it was a, a more sparse squad but the one that seemed to make the impression Kamar Roof came on scored Roger Hanna said he played very well you wonder what his chances of playing are because Michael Beale has talked previously about having more goal scorers mm. on the pitch whether that's playing you know with two strikers and one in behind or having you know one slightly off Morelos Kamar Roof can do that he came on he scored he's had his fitness problems but a fully fit Kemar Roof does get Rangers goals. Well, the the, the big question would be um, if Roof was going to come on for the cup final next week and, and be a starter, I think it's a case of him or Sakala. Because Kent will play, Morelos will play. Is Cholak out of the picture for you in terms of starting Yes, next, next week? week? Yeah, I think Morelos will be the number one centre forward. I can't see him playing two strikers against Celtic. I don't think he'll do that. Kent is a definite starter for him off the left-hand side. So that position on the right-hand side where Ruth can operate, let's not be kidding, he can operate that position, but does he come in instead of Sakala, who's under Bill? Bill seems to have liked Sakala, and he's been doing okay, but he's obviously done his chances. Not uh, a chance. Sakala against Celtic, you remember the second half, and I know it was against Giranovic, who was, <laughs> I don't know what was up with him that day, but he was ill, but it was Rangers outball, Rangers' best way of getting forward, and then he changed him. For some reason, he changed them into the middle of the pitch and all the impetus went out of Rangers. My point was that the only way Roof can get in is if he substitutes Sakala because he'll not leave Morella, so he'll not leave Kent out. Well, one four one nine five one one zero two five. We want to hear from you after the break and we will hear as well from Celtic manager Ange Postacoglu. After they play... You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We heard from Michael Beale before the break. Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu talking about Rio Hatati first. Yeah, he's going well. And, uh, you know, that's... Yeah, he wants to be the best football he can be and he wants to improve and he's not, he's not one who's going to settle for where he's at. And... Uh, Every day he comes in wanting to be a little bit better and, you know, he pushes himself to the absolute limits and consistently asks, you know, of us to to give him the feedback he needs to, to be the best footballer he can. And, you know, he's reaping those rewards and I've got no doubt there's more to come from him because, uh, you know, that's his mindset. He wants to be a top footballer and he's not going to just settle for where he's at uh, at this moment. Has Hatati gone up another level this season? Ange Postacoglu was talking about it, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying that when he first came in, he wasn't at the level of fitness that he wanted them to be at. You could see that he was pretty much getting taken off in the 60th minute of every single game last season. When he came off, he did look knackered as well, but mm. he's playing more 90 minutes. He's now getting more goal contributions as well on top of what he was getting 
last season does he look like he's really kicking on again yeah phenomenal um, this season again uh, and you could see that about him last season but I, I get your point that Ange Postacoglu did come out and say he's played a lot of football and he'll take a wee bit of time to get used to it but I mean technically gifted a, a midfielder who can get goals the way he does you know a variety of goals he can arrive in the box late outside the box no problem at all I said when he came here he reminded me a wee bit of Stan Petrov I think it's every possibility that he could go on to to, to be better than that. Just I, I like the fact that Ange Postacoglu says he's always at the coaching team looking how he can improve. Kind of rare to hear that. If a player plays well, then fine, they'll go away home. But he's obviously looking what have I done wrong, even though I've played well, I've scored a couple of goals, I want feedback. That's great. He's only going one way at the minute, and I said it before. I'll not be long to one of these sides in England have a real proper look at Hitati and could be the next one it's big money in a position where Celtic have a lot of depth as well he's really nailed himself down as you know number one in terms of the, the two more advanced midfielders yeah 100% I think just now Andrew the big question is Aaron Moy or O'Reilly um, for me I think O'Reilly um, is taking a little bit of dip I think he's a very good player Matt O'Reilly but I think Aaron Moy just like Hatati. The more game time he's, he's getting, the better he's becoming. Uh, Hatati has been absolutely fantastic this season, no doubt. Um, and as the manager said there, he's adding more minutes, he's adding more goals, he's adding more assists, and he's getting better and better, and that's only good news for Celtic. Well, of course, it's now their next game on the calendar, so Ange Postacoglu was naturally asked about the cup final. Here's what he had to say after the game. Cup football is cup football. Um, you know, it's especially... You know, in any round, you know that you're going into it with the possibility of, irrespective of form, that you know um, any team can win it, and same even more so in the final. I mean, we we played heaps last year, and uh, you know it was a pretty tight game. So, uh, you know, from our perspective, we're not going into it thinking that um, anything other than we've got to be the best we can be to, to get the job done which is what we do every week Yeah you wouldn't expect Celtic's approach will be any different next weekend Ange Postacoglu always batters that into his players that he yeah. wants it exactly the same week after week whether you know it's a, a league game a cup game a cup final He's being respectful because in a cup final and he's quite right about the Hibs game Hibs took the lead and just at that point where I was saying that it might be the only goal of the game Kyogo scored to make it 1-1 uh, and again Kyogo scored, made it 2-1, Celtic won the cup. He's been respectful. You've got a very good Celtic side and a very good Rangers side at the moment. Since Ange Postacoglu and Michael Beale met up this season, they have won the same number of games and they have drawn one against each other. Therefore, in the cup final, it could be anybody's game. Let's go back to the phones. Jim is a Rangers fan in Aberfoyle. Jim, what was your take on Rangers' performance today? I'm still waiting on this fast going forward expansive football to happen. I think we're very we're still very much in the same height as we were under Gio and Gerard. We're still too slow and lethargic going forward a lot of times. How much does that bother you when Rangers are still winning games when they weren't winning games previously? That's now fourteen unbeaten under Michael Beale. The only blip was against Celtic, which was a, a draw. Is the, are the performances still a real bugbear for you, even if the results are positive? The results are positive, but the performances are just not hitting the way they should be. And a, a, lot, a lot of Rangers supporters are the same. And I was also 
your, one of your earlier callers is a total. Have another guy on another radio football phone in saying all referees were Ranger supporters. Celtic should be bothered turning up for the cup final next week. I just, I was in stitches laughing at them. I'm sure we'll get onto referees later on in this week, Hugh. The, the, point that Jim's, it, yeah. the, the point that Jim's making is, I mean, Michael Beale said it as well. He said that the football yeah. isn't quite where he wants it to be in some games. He wanted today Rangers to replicate what they did at Tynecastle. They have done by the same scoreline, but clearly Jim doesn't think it was as good a performance. Uh, and he's quite right. Rangers have been re-energised under Michael Beale, have exactly the same number of points as Celtic under Michael Beale. But Michael Beale has been the first one to say, as recently as last Saturday, their performance against Partick Thistle was lousy, to use his word. Uh, at Pataudry earlier in the season, when they were 2-1 down and then got 3-2 win, uh, he said it was 5 out of 10 for the performance, 10 out of 10 for the aggression. Uh, so he's not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. Uh, they are what they are, they find a way, they win games. Uh, they are not as cavalier as Celtic. Uh, they are not as interesting, enjoyable to watch as Celtic, but they can find a way. And that's why the cup final is a 50-50. How big is the result next week for Michael Beale? Obviously, it's a cup final. We know it is huge. But if there are Rangers fans that have some grumblings about their performances when they're winning, does does next week's result change in terms of, you know, They'll start that a bit more If Rangers don't win the cup final Or it'll start to ease a wee bit If they do win it And I appreciate it's not every Rangers fan That has the same opinion as Jim I I think anyone comment on the Rangers manager Just now is a bit unfair Um, I think you've got to give them this season And hopefully for uh, Rangers um, They can get a a bit of silverware That's what they're looking for Because I think the league's well away from them But he's only signed two players He's had one uh, transfer window Let him get to the summer, let them revamp that squad. There'll be a lot of people going out, people coming in, then start to look at performances. Just now, you've got he's ticked every box, he's winning games, uh, he's in a cup final. So, I think we're a wee bit too early to go. We're still waiting for this, of course, they are, and I'm sure Michael Beale's the same, but he's got to be given that time to bring in his own players. To express the football that he wants to put out there Do you accept that point Jim That Michael Beale still is very early In his managerial career at, Not just at Rangers But his managerial career full stop Yeah I, I can accept that But see the, see the game that Michael Beale came and watched Against Aberdeen Rangers were awesome in that game Under Van Bronckhorst Now they've never played as well Since that game Did and they not play pretty on, well at Tynecastle Last midweek They did but can I ask you something? Oh, on you. Long, long ago, Jimmy Sanderson said he would announce before he died who, what team he supported. Uh-huh. And I missed that. Who did Jimmy Sanderson support? I have no idea. Not quite sure where we're going with that, no. but thank you the, the, to the, Jim. Listen, Jimmy Sanderson, for those who don't know, was the man who made Super Scoreboard. The man who... Uh, with his phraseology simply made Super Scoreboard and he is sadly no longer with us and has not been with us for many years the the reason for asking many years after his death who Jimmy Sanders supported leaves me 
bereft of hope. What possible difference does it make to anything? It, it's an you know, I, I'm struggling for words. It's such a stupid question. Yeah, I think there are more relevant things we can talk about today. One of those is Dundee United. Let's hear from Liam Fox. Really, really difficult to take the, the amount that the players put into the game as well. But this is that's football, it's just where we're at at the moment. Off the back of losing the goal, um, real issue would be to get a longer term as well with an injury, so it's a double whammy. Um, but listen, we can sit here and feel sorry for ourselves, we can roll our sleeves up, we can accept it. Just because listen, it's, we're in a difficult run of fixtures at the moment, difficult run of games, difficult run of results, there's no getting away for that, there's no hiding for that. But it just makes myself and the players even more determined to, to get back to winning ways very, very soon. I would like to be talking here about performance of Kai Fotheringham, about Dylan Levitt's goal and, and coming away with at least a point because we still we felt when we scored the goal, still a bit of time left and we were hoping to try and push on. But that wasn't the case today. Um, the frustrating thing for me is that I felt like we gave, the, we gave the point away today without actually having to make St Johnston work for it. So that's hugely disappointing for us. Yeah, Liam Fox saying it will make Dundee United even more determined, but no, they need what? to turn that into something. It will make them feel even more under pressure because it's another game ticked off and they are still rock bottom of the league. It's the manager who's under pressure and the club's owner is over here on a visit to sort out budgets. He can't sort out the budget fully because he doesn't know which division will be in next season. Dundee United have a very big weekend. They have to decide whether they trust Liam Fox to get them out of this or if they need to do something of a dramatic nature to see if they can ensure their own safety because at the moment they're the favourites to go down. I also wish we had more time just to talk about that mental incident that happened in the Newcastle-Liverpool game where Mick Pope came <laughs> about 15 yards outside his box, tried to diving header, the ball missed it and then just caught the ball on the ground. It seemed a bit of muscle memory, then realised what he was doing, let the ball go, straight red card. Horrendous, horrendous. Newcastle flying high this season but brought down a peg or two within 25 minutes. Yeah, 2-0 down. But of course there was plenty of more important scorelines in Scotland today. The stuff we are more focused on. There is a cup final on the horizon as well. Hugh, just round up the day for us. Well, for Celtic and Rangers, the match before the cup final was a success. It was a 7-0 aggregate win for Celtic and Rangers over Aberdeen and Livy. They can now go away and prepare to face each other. The big decision is to be taken at Dundee United. It looks very, very unlikely as if they can stay in this division they have to make their mind up whether they feel a managerial change might help them Ross County continue not to score goals and to be under threat Motherwell have the big challenge ahead tomorrow if they get something out of the Hearts game they may not be the lost cause they looked a week ago yeah well the league fixtures are done for this weekend and you know what happens next it's going to be talk of that cup final on Sunday so make sure to join us all week we'll be looking ahead to that and everything else as well but thank you for listening in thank you for your calls and tweets taking part today thank you to Mark Wilson Gordon DL and Hugh Keevans and to the top team all around the grounds and of course the way to spend your weekend is up next it's the GBX